Hey everybody, this is Vin. Thank you for joining us for another episode of Dakota 40. Before we start the show, we need to pay some bills. This episode is brought to you by Creamy.one. Creamy.one. Creamy is your premier source for adult toys and goods. They carry unique brands for empowered singles and couples interested in exploring their sexuality. So head over to Creamy.one. Creamy.one. That's C-R-E-A-M-I-E dot O-N-E. Don't forget to use code DECODEN40 for that 15% discount. Creamy.one. Now, let's start the show. Let's talk about Columbia House because uh, not only do I have an account in Alaric, I have an account in Ricky. I got an account in, in Rick. I had an account in AC. <laughs> oh, I owe them so much pennies. Oh, my God. He said pennies. Rick's about to open a decoding 40 account on Columbia House. Oh my! God. Because at first you had to tape a penny to the to the postcard to send it back, but then they were like, "We'll just That's bill hilarious. you for the penny." And I was like, "All right, <laughs> I'll take." What is it like a penny DVDs. for the first? Was it penny for the first ten CDs, and then you had to buy another four they, or five to kind of fill the well, obligation? They would send you a DV, a CD of the month, and you could either keep it and pay for it full price, or send it back. After you burn, but of course nobody's ever sending it back because who goes to the post office when you're 19 years old? You just keep it, and they keep sending you another one, and then another one, and then another one. And like, how were they benefiting from it? Were were these just inflated sales that they were able to attribute to their artists? Like, what was going on? No, people were buying records like that. You you guys thinking? No, but I'm saying they they weren't making any money off of it. So what was what was their angle? They were making money off of it because if they stayed with you for a year, it's a subscription. Who was paying it though? No one was paying it. Tons of people were paying it. It was people like Rick who was scamming them. If they're giving away anywhere from five to ten CDs for a penny, that's a lost lead that doesn't get covered if you stay in. Because most people what going to stay in tops six months. If right, they but, you, but you're getting two CDs and you're spending about $30 a month at that particular time. And some of those CDs were $20. You were so paying let's, $30 let's for two CDs? You were paying for two CDs a month. You get two CDs a month. I'm, I'm not saying me specifically. I'm just saying in uh, general. Then it goes back to my it, original But if idea, you take nobody was paying go, for this shit. <laughs> right. But somebody was paying for they it. They had it a, a business plan, but it didn't quite work <laughs> it, out. Yeah, there's no it had, way. Well, they, they went a business. Remember that. They yeah, because people stopped buying DVDs, not because the model didn't work. I use those same business models today. Those business models work. I have clients that we, that we do this all the time. We get you to no, buy. You have no clients model. that will give you ten of this. Your stuff clients for free. are still selling CDs. No, my clients are still selling CDs. <laughs> but, I'm just talking you, about. I can get ten you of your clients' CDs for a uh, for a penny. Uh, <laughs> Who are you representing? Hey, sign me up. Dang <laughs> Park from the Philippines. <laughs> That's from the commercial, hey, right? Penny. Sign me up. You give me one penny? That's a lot of money. <laughs> uh-uh, brother. You got to get your own. Pay me in DVD and CD. I still got my DVD player. <laughs> got a copy of Die Hard. Wow. Hey, let me borrow, let me borrow that DVD. Uh-uh, brother. You got to get your own. <laughs> your you got to get your own. This is another episode of Decoding 40. This is Mac, aka Mr. Raw, making all your fantasies come true. This is LO, live 
residing in Harlem. What's up, it's your boy Vin, a.k.a. Vinny Pugazi, master of impressions. Yo, what's up, this is Howard, and I'm talking directly into the mic. Welcome to the stage, guys. <laughs> uh, Google, I, I, I just do heroin. That sounds gross. No, y'all just trying to play me out. Oh, sure. I'm being a fucker. What's up, ladies and gentlemen? Welcome to another exciting episode of Decoding 40. My name is Mac, a.k.a. Mr. Rock, and I'm here with my main man. What's up, good people? This is your boy L.O. a.k.a. the Karen and Ken Killer. No one can get ill. <laughs> the Karen and Ken Killer. Okay. Uh, what's up? It's your boy Vin in the building, a.k.a. birthday boy in one hour and 42 minutes. Yeah, baby. This is all right. He's trapped in the closet. ASMR. <laughs> ASMR. ASMR. How's this feel? This is all right. <laughs> do, you, do, do you like that? Next week he's gonna start eating noodles on the mic. He's gonna be eating noodles. That's what Muk it bang. is. Mukbang. <laughs> so what's up, fellas? What's going on in your lives? Who wants to go first? I'd like to go first, gentlemen. Okay. Because I have some the floor wonderful is yours. news. Wonderful yes. news to share. First, let me get some just ordinary news out of the way. I got my eyes checked today, and they're only a little bit worse than they were three years ago. <laughs> Congratulations. Thank you. Yes. Thank you. Yes. Um, and it wasn't a good idea that I got my eye exam <laughs> when I was exhausted because uh, the doctor kept saying, I don't know if you guys remember the exam, but it's like one or two, better or worse. Which one's better? Which one's worse? And I kept going back back and forth. And I knew I was going back and forth, but it, it is what it is. But anyway, I got my prescription, so I'm the owner of my glasses. But the good news is I had my first encounter with a Ken or Kevin last week. The first encounter of 2021. Thank you. That's late. I know, but all the way late than November. Well, October 31st. October. Halloween (laughs) Ken. Yo. So I'm in Whole Foods, minding my business. I'm with the family. We're shopping. With your family. Okay. Yes. Doing it's already little, up two notches. Exactly. Yeah, 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 yeah. Security. Doing, security doing a little. Already at Defcom 3. Exactly. So I'm already on the button. So we're getting some groceries to hold us over for the weekend. And the lines are relatively long. So if anybody knows Whole Foods, the weekend lines are like out of control. But they, in this particular one, there's a 15 items or less line. And then there's 15, 16 items or more line. But the 16 items or more line is deceptively longer because it wraps around a couple of times and the express line moves a little bit faster. I my wife decided that she was going to stand on the express line. And and by the way, we did have 15 items or less. And I was going to stand on the uh, local line. We're moving. I'm taking pictures of products because that's what I'm into right now because I want to see how people are packaging things. So she calls me and says, hey, I've only got one person because this is about five or 10 minutes have passed. I've only got one person in front of me. Why don't you bring the cart over to me? 
So I'm like, all right, cool. So my son is actually pushing the cart. So I tell him, hey, we're going to get out of line and we're going to move the cart over to your mom. So I tell him, move it a little bit. And then when that person uh, in front of her goes to the cashier, then we'll move over. So that's exactly what happens. We're moving the cart and we start to move to the left. And I hear, excuse me, excuse me. So I'm thinking to myself, that person can't possibly be talking to me. I don't know anybody in this. I've been looking at the line. So lo and behold. I wish a motherfucker would talk to me like that way. Exactly. I wish this motherfucker is talking to me. And lo and behold, this, this person was talking to me. There's a line here. You can't skip the line. I know there's a line. Why would you think I'm skipping the line? Because you're skipping the line. So I just turn back and I say, you know, minding your business is very healthy. So we move and I'm just looking at him and my kids are looking at me like, oh, no, don't get this dude started. <laughs> like Malcolm they're like, X, please. Sir. Hold on. Hold on. They, it is, they know. They know. It is 231 and Malcolm X has arrived at Whole Foods. <laughs> right. And we on uh, Malcolm X Boulevard. Oh, shit. So, First of all, what are you even doing in my neighborhood? Hey, that was, yeah, that was the next level. If I had was I been born myself, in Brooklyn. I would have gone. I would have gone there. Yeah. <laughs> so we get online, and he's still online after we finish checking out. So my wife puts the battery in my back and says, "You should say goodnight to him." <laughs> <Okay>. <laughs> Why are you handing me this gift right now? Hold on. So, Sean. Yo, she's fucking fanning the flames. Oh, your wife is with the shits. She is with with the the shits. Wow. (laughs) So I go, you know, you're right. So I turn back. He's still like five people back in in the line. So I go, hey, Karen, have a good night. Ah." So my kids go, no, 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 don't do it. Don't do it. Why'd you do that? So I looked at them. With the steely eye of the 44th president. And I said, this is what I do. (laughs) (laughs) This is what I do. do. This is what I do. So I walked out. Yo, that made my night. I was so happy. I just talked to, uh, uh, Vin and I were chatting the other day and I used the word glee. Uh, you Black men don't get to use the word glee in their lives. Maybe four or five times tops. You know, you're talking about first time you had sex, you got married, you had kids, bought something big, got a big paycheck. That's gleeful moments in a black man's life. But being able to shut down and kill a kin on sight. Satisfaction. That's chef's kiss. That's chef's kiss right there. So I'm still on cloud nine off of that. This is Leon. That's my check in. God bless you. Good night. Uh, Did you forget to have oh. your mayonnaise? Mayonnaise. <laughs> Karen. Boom, boom, boom. Why are you start Karen? Wow. You know, wow. you know, oh. he, you know, you know, he he probably went home and choked his dog or his wife. Oh, he kicked his dog as soon as he walked in. <laughs> that nigga got the best of me. And the dog, and the just, dog was you like, just created a mass shooter, okay? Oh, okay. Well, thanks, Leon. Oh my God! Everything, everyone has an origin story. That was his. <laughs> oh man, Joker. it was so fun. It was so fun. Yeah. Oh shit! <laughs> Good night, Mister <laughs> Robinson. <laughs> <laughs> oh. What's going on with you, Vin? 
What is going on with me? Um, everything is good, man. I I had a great show yesterday. I did a Halloween show with uh, my boy Build a Billionaire and uh, got paid, which was a surprise to me. I wasn't expecting to get any money, but um, great show. We did it at a lodge. It was for a good cause, Black Lodge in Inglewood, New Jersey. And uh, it was like a fundraiser type of thing. Great comedians there. Um, so I, I finished doing my set. And normally I, I, I leave right away. But I, I've now that I don't, I don't have anywhere to go afterwards as far as work, I just stick around. You know what I mean? So I'm leaving. I said peace to his wife. And I'm like, yo, I'm about to leave. He's like, yo, hold up. Let me get your money. And I was like, whoa, getting my money. Because I wasn't expecting to get paid. But I got a little check, which was nice. Uh, nice. You got to love Cash App and Venmo. He was like, what's your cash app? I was like, hold on. And I took a snap of the, was it a, a, a screenshot. It's like, we're not going to have any errors when you send me my money. <laughs> Here is the screenshot. It's clear as day. So I got paid, which was great. Um, had a great show. Had a good time. I um, did about 15 minutes. It was more conversational than I've ever done it before because I had like my set material, but then I just kind of went off on a tangent and just stuff was coming to my head. I was feeding off the audience. So it was a great, uh, great set. Um, had a great time doing it. And then I fucking fell asleep last night and I got woken up by the dog barking and the guy was here to fix my boiler and he fixed my boiler and I had, was having a problem with one of my vents and he came my, in, in this room that I, that I actually do the uh, podcast and dude like kind of tripped over one of my shotguns when he was like looking in, into the near the vent. And when I picked it up, he kind of gave me this look like he thought I was going to fucking shoot him or something like that. He just kind of got a little nervous. And I was like, don't worry, it's not loaded, man. You know, just continue fixing the vent. Just remember that when you write me the bill. So (laughs) (laughs) don't try to show me. Don't try to fuck my bill over. okay? but uh, that was cool. And um, other than that, man, just been chilling, feeling good. Have a couple crossroads coming in the future that I'm going to have to cross and make decisions on. But other than that, it's great. And like I said in my intro, I'm celebrating 48 tomorrow or in a couple of hours. Call this the first 48. I'm happy to be alive. I can't believe I'm fucking 48 years old. It just seems so crazy to be two years from 50. One thing I missed today. Yeah, you know, one thing I went shopping today and, and, um, you know, tomorrow I'm going to probably keep it light. I I, um, went out there today and I um, sanded down my fire pit repainted it i'll probably just throw some logs on throw the f- when we went to the cigar store me and my wife my wife bought me some cigars for my birthday i got a little bit of whiskey left i got some fresh coquito in the refrigerator probably have a nice dinner and i'm gonna sit in my backyard light a fire and sip on some whiskey and smoke some cigars tomorrow man let's keep it real simple i can't believe it's like two a, years from 50 sounds like a party <laughs> yeah it sounds it's i'm gonna keep it real light real simple man um i i don't I like, like, I guess the rest of y'all, like the whole COVID thing's got me a little spooked. I don't really want to go out there in these streets, but I got some good food. The only thing I'm missing right now, honestly, is my mom's chocolate cake. Mm-hmm. My mom used to make the greatest chocolate icing cakes. She made them for everybody in the family. And I would love to have one of her cakes for uh, my birthday. So I, I had to settle on Entenmann's. I was like, you know what? I'm not really a bakery person. I don't really trust everybody's bakery and it's like bakeries have a certain taste that i just don't like maybe because they use fresh ingredients my cake has to have chemicals in it right if it's not duncan hines full of chemicals and bht it's not a good cake to me yo so you i settled right. on duncan it. hines has 
crazy chemicals in it. Listen, listen. I'm sure they it kills lab mice on a regular. But I do, you know, I, I got the intimates. I'm going to have a good dinner. And, you know, I'm just like I said, man, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna, I'm gonna to throw some logs in the fire pit, sip on something and smoke some good cigars. I went to this cigar spot in Bayonne. It's called Havana Cigars. Nice little spot. They have a, a nice selection. They had some Cohibas in there. I wasn't ready to spend $60 on a cigar. So I bought a Macanudo and um, I bought one for my wife. And then he had like a section of hand rolled cigars. So I bought a couple of those. And um, I'm looking forward to waking up tomorrow morning and, you know, tomorrow's election day. So I got to go vote and uh, run to the city and come back and just fucking veg out and do nothing. That mm. is a birthday gift worth a million dollars right there. Not having to do anything and don't ask me to do anything. Dad, can you know, babe, no, I'm not. There is, listen, cigars and whiskey and good times. So that's basically it. That's my check in. Yo, this is Vincent, a.k.a. Many Voices. Hey, what's up? This is Alaric, and I'm speaking directly into the mic. This is Mac, a.k.a. Mr. Rourke, making all your dreams come true. This is Hello. Thank you for listening to Decoding 40. Make sure that you follow us. Don't forget to hit that subscribe button. On Facebook, Instagram, Twitter. Do we tweet? A little bit. We tweet. We tweet. All right. Yeah. Follow us on Twitter. No Snapchat at all. And go to www.decoding40.com. Make sure you sign up so you can keep following us. Thank you for listening to Coden Forty, goddammit. Rick, what's up with you, my guy? Oh, man, I just had a, a really good weekend with the kids. It's, it's Halloween weekend, so uh, the kids got dressed up and uh, put on their little costumes. And uh, my daughter's school had a little um, party for them in their playground, in the school playground. And they just went, they just went crazy. They were just running all around. They just had a great time. And, um, you know, it, and there's probably like a couple hundred kids out there just having a, having a good time. And uh, Saturday night, I hung out with my brother-in-law, who <laughs> he initially invited us to this party that was, uh, it was called Costumes, Cohibas, and Cocktails or something like that. And I guess uh, he gave you another case of liquor that we're not going to drink? Great. Well, yeah, I mean... <laughs> I, I, you know, I tell you guys all about the stuff, you know, it's delicious. It's all delicious stuff. No, um, he invited us to this party and, um, it, I think it wasn't what any of us anticipated. And we walked in there and everybody is in a fucking costume. Like everybody's wearing Halloween costumes and we're not, we're just in our regular street clothes. <laughs> so immediately we're like uncomfortable and, um, who brought it the was, lames? Yeah. And it was and it was raining Saturday night. So it, you're supposed to go out on the roof deck to smoke um, cigars, but it was closed because it was raining. So it was just like everybody's inside. It's like it cut the space in half. And then all of a sudden, everybody's inside sitting at the table. It was just weird. And then everybody was like minimum like 50 years old. 55, 60 years old. And I was just like, uh, this is, I don't know. I don't know where we are right now. So we decided to leave and we ended up going. To and what is your bar. costume? I'm a black man, motherfucker. <laughs> That's what I am. You got a problem with that bitch? <laughs> we, we ended up at the, at uh, David off in, uh, in Williamsburg. So it, that it was still, we still had a good time. Still had a good time. And I bumped into 
who is now a, a good friend of mine. I'm calling him a good friend of mine. This guy named Tony Jones, who offered me his bottle of Booker's. And if you're not familiar with Booker's, it's a very expensive liquor. And um, he just left it on the table where I was sitting and went back to his table and was talking to his friends. He was like, have as much as you want. Um, I couldn't drink that much of it because it's really, really high alcohol level. And I didn't want to OD on his bottle because it's it's expensive. It's probably like $1,000 a bottle. So, so I definitely didn't want to OD out on your water bottle. bottle and you put a sample in. <laughs> <laughs> well, I don't want to drink it right now, but I will take some for the ride home. <laughs> Book is what is that? A whiskey? What is that? Uh, it's a whiskey. A cognac. And I'm not sure if it's a bourbon, but it's, I don't know. I've seen it. I've whiskey. seen it on um, a few Instagram posts. Yeah, that is made. It's, with it's quite expensive. I didn't, realize, I didn't realize it was that expensive, though. That shit is it, definitely made with slave tears. Well, the the one that he had was the the expensive, quite expensive one, like the rare one. But he, he you know, he has a locker at uh, at Davidoff's and then in in, um, in, uh, in Williamsburg. So it's it's pricey. Anyway, he's now my new best friend. So whenever he's there, I'm gonna. <laughs> you've been replaced, Ben, because uh, you, you guys have all been replaced because this guy knows how to treat a treat a person. Oh, uh, go out. You know, who knew you were so easy? <laughs> Listen, all I gotta do is be, so. So now I gotta come up with the, the two thousand dollar liquor so I can get my exactly. best friend. Exactly. Uh, I'm, I'm now now okay, expect to see. And then uh, he's back. Happy Van Winkle. The next time we go out, <laughs> I need to see that on the table. Uh-huh. I'm gonna buy you a single shot of that, that uh, uh, $2,000 liquor. Shit. That that might work. That might work. Mm-hmm. No, and I wanted to give a special shout out to our friend, the friend of the show, Craig Lacourt. Um, he just opened up his uh his new bike shop in in Red Hook called uh, Displace Moto uh, Motor Company. Okay. Displaced Motor Company. And, um, you know, if you've seen the photos that we've used on our website or you've seen the photos that we've used on social media, the, all the beautiful black and white portraits of us, that's uh, courtesy of our friend uh, Craig LaCourt. So I definitely want to give him a shout out and support his new business venture. If you've got a bike in New York City and you don't have a place to store it over the winter or you need to do some work on your bike, just get in touch with Displaced Moto. Um, Is he selling bikes? Instagram. They are selling bikes, but that's not, that's not like the main business. Okay. It's not a showroom for bikes. Okay. It, more so, they are about uh, providing spaces for... It's, it's like a membership club. Okay. Okay. I was I was actually telling the wife about that. She was like, I want a motorcycle. I, I would love a motorcycle. I've always wanted a motorcycle. Um Same. and I Same. and I've seen Same. photos of of Craig um riding his he his actual his daughter rides as well. So yeah. I was I was under the impression it was an actual uh like a showroom or he was selling bikes, but I'm sure in his in his line of work and his business, he can probably get me or refer me to a really nice bike. He's got yeah. the expertise. I would definitely talk for to him sure. about that. They you know. they they do have bikes for sale, but they're not that that's not their main business. Okay. Their main business is providing um space for people who own bikes to store their bikes, to work on their bikes. Because if you live in an apartment in New York City, I don't know what oh, you yeah, did with your bike over the winter, but yeah. This is this is a place where you can uh, store your bike and you can work on it. And they that's also are doing idea. classes. 
on how to ride on no on how to fix your bike oh okay uh, one of his, one of his partners uh is uh is a mechanic like okay uh, and he does like a lot of old school restoration bikes oh so shit. he's uh he's a real ace ace with that stuff well next but time shout- in bk i definitely want to go by and, and check him out man Support, yeah man. You know. yeah yeah buy a sticker or something you know what's up congratulations my man i actually have been uh looking into motorcycle lessons for two years and i've never gone but they're right up here by me and it's like 500 bucks and you can and they give you the motorcycle of rent for the test and everything it's like three four hundred bucks something three four five hundred bucks something like that i've always wanted to get a bike um and i actually have the space now to put it i'm just terrified of the old lady opening the car door on me or the old lady or the old man, like getting into my lane. Um, I lost a very, very good friend of mine uh, who, who rode a motorcycle and he rode motorcycles for years. And he had one of those big, big bikes, the, those bikes that had the speakers and everything like that. And he was in Arizona, my man, Gio, you know, God rest his soul. He, he was on his way home and they were doing construction and he hit like a hole or something like that, like a pothole and he lost control. And that's what terrifies me. Like those things. And, and in New York, there's a lot of fucking potholes, man. And they do yeah. construction and shit. Yep. And it, you know, anything can happen. I mean, I, I, if I were to move to a probably more rural area, I would love one. And I don't want, I want like one of those Harley type bikes. I don't want a, a Suzuki or anything like that. I want a nice cruiser. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Maybe like a Triumph or um, a Harley or something like that. But uh, yeah, shout out to Craig, man. I, I definitely want to go by and see, you know, what the whole bike thing is about, man. I would love a bike, but not New York, man. That should, that should just terrify me. Is it corny that I'm interested in a three wheel bike? Well, like are, the one, are, the, are the two in the front and one in the back? One of yeah. those? No, yeah. you just from Harlem. <laughs> that's, <laughs> yeah, that's corny. <laughs> That's some Harlem. I don't that's know, some, man. I, some, I seen this Honda bike. Shit. I was like, looks ah, pretty cool. Every time I see somebody on one of those, it's like, ah, uh, they don't really want to ride. They just want <laughs> to ride. I want to ride, but I want to be safe. Two, right. three wheels seems safer than two wheels. I think you should get the quad and just do wheelies, and okay, you you get that, my respect. Like quads. All right, yeah. Speaking well, of ha- we're not even friends anymore. I haven't bought you a thousand dollar bottle. Yeah, right. <laughs> Fuck you. Right. Why do I care about your yeah. respect? <laughs> Fuck with you, right? Right, these nuts. You know what? I, I, speaking of Harlem, I just heard that. Um, I want to say, is it is it Alpo who got just yeah. who just Alpo. got murdered? Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, um, really? yeah. Now you got Saturday night. At All right, so something what? in the morning. Like, what is a fifty-five-year-old doing outside three thirty in the morning? Well, why why did you come back to Harlem when you knew you had a, a fucking a bounty on your head? Now, Alpo is the character that Cameron played. Am I correct? Yeah. Yes. It was okay. based yeah. loosely based on Lo- him, loosely right. based. Yes. On on on. Yeah, on, they changed uh, the facts up. Yeah. Yeah, but yeah, he was the one who again at the end. He's like, I'm not giving anybody up in Harlem, but I'm gonna give up my DC connections or something like that mm. in the movie. Right. You know what I'm saying? Who has but the famous line, niggas get shot every day, B. You gonna be all right. <laughs> yeah, I heard I'm, about I'm, that, man. I heard I heard it today that he that he got us, you know, is was it assassin? We can we can we use the word assassinated? I don't know. That nigga got shot. 
Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. But why would you come back to Harlem even after all these years? And and my thing is who mm-hmm. who shot the guy? Like was it they I guess they knew he was back and was like, oh yo, I mean, but somebody, he's been back. He's yeah, he's, he's been back yeah, for he's years. He's been back for a long for years. It ain't new. It ain't new. Oh, okay. Okay. Yeah, so you back. so you was he's been doing documentaries week. sitting in the restaurant. <laughs> right. Like oh, he's wow. like, I'm back in Harlem. Like, this is where yeah. it happened. Like That's why I think wild. it was a new beef. It was either a new beef or somebody he got locked up just now. And that guy. Can I tell you my conspiracy back. theory? Okay, yes. let's hear it. He's in witness protection. Who? He was. He's he's in witness protection. He's in right witness now. protection again. Oh, uh, and that he's not really he's not dead. dead. Mm. So it was just. It's just a weird because he was shot in front of a police station or that block where the uh, police station is. And what on one thirty fifth. No, 147th and 7th. Okay. That's what I heard. He got shot at 147 and then drove to one. No, that's I heard he block. got shot at 150-something and drove to 147. And that's when okay. he died. So, yeah. I but that's still very was... close to the police station. For yeah. 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 Very close. Mm. So, there you have it. All right. That's a he's, he's probably still informing. <laughs> informer. I think yeah, Daddy Snow licked his boom boom down. Oh. Somebody should check oh. into that. Whoa, 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 whoa. <laughs> <laughs> These are rumors. Oh. Jan Fama. Jan Fama. Someone. I lick your boom boom down, you know. We can't, we can't put that Somebody out find out where Daddy Snow was on Saturday night. <laughs> oh, no. Because I one. think he licked the boom boom down. <laughs> Perfect. Perfect. That was one of those uh those pause worthy uh songs. We I, I don't know how he got away with licking the boom boom down. I don't know how we got away how we got away with that, but we let it we let it that go. song was popular as shit too. He lick your boom boom mm. down. What's good, Dakota 40 family? This is Vin, here to let you know that you can now catch Dakota 40 after dark on a new day and time. Thursdays, 10 p.m. Eastern Standard Time. So pour yourself a nice glass of something, something to unwind and come kicking with the crew this and every Thursday night at 10 p.m. on the East Coast, 7 p.m. on the West for Dakota 40 after dark. What's going on with me? I, too, this Halloween took my daughter to we dressed my daughter up as a teddy bear with a bow tie and i thought it was really really cute and we put a little flower on it so it wasn't so boy boyish looking and we went to the zoo thank you so adorable and and we and we went to the zoo i you know a shout out i'm gonna shout out the bronx zoo because not only did they do a fantastic job the tickets were reasonable you could park right in front they had activities all over. Everyone was wonderful. They had this amazing parade with all these people dressed up as different characters. And then they also did something really, really cute. All They have statues of animals throughout the whole park. They had somebody go through the entire park and put masks on the statues to encourage the kids to wear masks. So there was like the rhinos and they had like a, a mask on, giant statues giant mask on they just they just did a really they they did a really good job um i will say if you are going to the zoo though bring your own food uh don't eat at the zoo 
but unless you just want to support the zoo, the food is, I, I didn't find any amazing food there, but that's not what you go there for. So, but anyway, other than that, had a great time. Um, that they, it was really, they just serve just old animals. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> remember the snake? That's what you buddy. Yeah. Snake fillet. I, can I, I say I, you sound like a full-blown parent right now? You know what's funny? I, I am a full-blown parent. My daughter and I, we have a whole, we, we got a whole play cycle. Like I'm cleaning toys. I'm like, yeah, all kinds of stuff. All kinds of stuff. Wow. Changing diapers. Yeah, I'm like a full-blown parent. Can, can I say on the door when you would go bathroom. to the strip club with and now he's talking about the cutest thing was the the statues awareness. <laughs> yeah, it's nice. That's From this, ass this, to is, masks. This, this is the evolution of man right here, ladies and gentlemen. But yeah, but but there's still there's nothing wrong From with this. Mask. That's the name of your, your memoir. <laughs> <laughs> There's nothing. Titties to toys, baby. Titties to tots. There, there is. There is nothing wrong. That's the name of the show. Titties for tots. Titties for tots. There is nothing. Show. There is nothing wrong with going to the strip club, and there's nothing wrong with going to the zoo. That's all. That's what I'm oh, can can I ask a question real quick? Whose sure. idea was it to dress her up as a baby bear? We kind of call. I Olympic. was like, is your wife? trolling yeah. you? Uh, I, was it her idea? <laughs> well, so we, we we call my daughter her name Bears. So that was one part of it. And we tried to get Winnie the Pooh and the Winnie the Pooh looked funny because of her size and they didn't have it and whatever. Oh. And then we saw some other cute costumes and the unicorn didn't fit. Like we went through 20 different things. And then there was one that was really cute and then we pulled it out and we were like, uh, yeah, not dressing her as a monkey. That's out. Oh, fuck that. So yeah. it was like racism begins at home. So we were like, <laughs> no. And then um, so we we landed on. So 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 we went between the chicken and the bear and we just landed on the bear. So now the I think we'll be the, more creative next year. The bear was a great choice. She was adorable. My wife had pictures, too. And she was like, oh, my God, look at that little that little cherub. Right. She was adorable. And I thought. Because they do sell pajamas, like the bear pajamas. We wasn't sure if was it a real costume or did yeah. you have like the, the bear pajamas and then like dolled it up a little bit, but you actually had a costume. No, that, that yeah, time. it was it, it was a legit costume. It was it was real. That's and it was up, like yeah. full full feet and the whole nine yards. It was yeah. we actually and then we had we had another kid that had uh that we saw that had a really cute lion picture and if if it wasn't for COVID we would have had them take pictures together because there was another kid in the zoo that looked really cute and I was like we need all we need is a tiger and we have lion tigers and bears right but listen I was down in um downtown Jersey City they do Halloween big down there I mean these folks go all out and we went down there to pick up my daughter because she had uh spent a night at one of her friend's house and we went down to pick her up Halloween afternoon. It was a beautiful day, by the way, in New York City mm-hmm. for Halloween, New Jersey area. It Gorgeous was. day, which which made it even better. I saw um, <laughs> this husband, wife, and the baby in the stroller. She was Dorothy, a very thick Dorothy, and the husband was the scarecrow, and the, and the baby in the stroller was the lion. The husband was like, I can't believe you got me out in these streets. <laughs> In a fucking scarecrow outfit because he's a black dude. He was like, yo, his whole face was like, you lucky I love you. <laughs> that was his whole fucking look. But it was a door, like you saw, I saw so many different costumes. 
but the kids were cute. I saw like a little boy with um, he was dressed as one of the trains from what's that show with the trains for the kids. See, this is how long I've I, it's been since. I, wow. Uh, what's the top? Is it Tom? The uh, uh, Thomas, 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 the Thomas, train, the, right? Tom, yeah, he Thomas was the, the Thomas train. train. The, the, the little kids are always adorable. You know, you, you, you know, it, it's always a, a plus to see the little kids in their, in their little costumes and everybody's giving candy. It was just the perfect day for Halloween in the area. You know, no rain, sunny. Your daughter looked adorable, man. Thank you. My daughter's and, like, I'm too old for that now, dad. Like, I don't, I don't really care about it, Halloween, you know, just buy me something. Yeah, she's too cool for Halloween. She's yeah, too she's cool. too cool for school. And, and then we come home and like we're like what's going on and because it's like because we live in like a gated community where we're living at right now and and then i'm looking and it's like there's like crowds so basically what they did is they put tables all around to keep the kids safe and then you could go table to table and pick up candy but they also had um a hayride with two horses driving around the circle so that's nice yeah it was really nice they had two really nice like thoroughbred horses and like a cart and then they had like hay, and then you'd like stand up on the hay, get in the cart, and it would just take the kids around in circles. That was really nice. And it was just the community was just paid for it. It was just free. So that was really dope. Um well shit, you're paying off in in, in rent. And maintenance, yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah exactly. Sure. They they need to take care of y'all for real, for real. Yeah. They had so free that was candy. Nice. Shit, I should have came in and got my candy filled. Word. We was raiding it because we were like, Yeah, she can't eat this. This for us. So <laughs> you know what's crazy? Grab. My daughter basically when she went trick-or-treating was for us because my daughter does not eat candy my daughter does eat chocolate it's oh, amazing she, she eats um she likes like an old lady she likes dark chocolate with sea salt my daughter oh, is masquerading as an 80 year, 80 year old woman so she would go trick-or-treating and we would go down to jersey city downtown jersey city which always had like everybody they they i mean they had the haunted houses all that shit and we would, be, me and my wife would be instructing her which candies to get because we knew we was going to eat that shit later. But mm. my daughter never liked candy like that, which is good because you know, it cuts down on her dental course. But yeah. she's a, she's like Rick, the savory person. She likes like uh, cakes and stuff like that. She's not really a uh, big on on hard candies, but yeah, that's the best time. See, this is perfect. See, you let your daughter go out, get all the, all the peanut butter cups and shit, and then <laughs> just eat all them shits in the house by yourself. I'm about to get busy. I got, I got some, <laughs> you know, I got, I got rid of all the candies I don't like. I sorted yeah. them. We wiped them down, inspected them for anything, and we just and like, all right, and, and, and yeah, and then we, and then we divvied it up like it was, it was a Sopranos uh, episode. It was great. It's fine. It's great. It worked out really well. Cuffing season has officially started, and where else can you get your cuffs and all things in your sexual survival kit? But creamy dot one. Creamy dot. One. Creamy is your premier source for adult toys and goods. They carry unique brands for empowered singles and couples interested in exploring their sexuality. So head over to creamy.one. Dot That's C-R-E-A-M-I-E dot O-N-E. Don't forget to use code DECODEN40 for that 15% discount. Creamy.one. All right, let's get into the show. I don't know if it's COVID or if it's just America, but lately there has been a, a tizzy. Not that there wasn't before, but there's been a tizzy of uh, a lot of people who are on the plane just acting super ghetto. These ghetto flights, and recently there was one where um, there's, there's been quite a few actually, but there was one where somebody brought an entire crab boil uh, into economy class and was eating that. 
what has been your most ghetto? What do you guys think about that? What has been your most ghetto flight experience? I mean, I've never seen it actually anything like that on my flight. But remember, I don't remember a couple of months ago. I don't know if you remember, but there was a a commentary by um, one of my favorite comedians, uh, Monique, (laughs) who uh, (laughs) went online and said, how you go to the airport, like have some respect for yourself or, you know, do it better or whatever. Don't come to the airport in your, in your mouchoir or your, or your bonnet, uh, in your sweats and looking like you're about to go to, about to go to sleep. Like you're about to get on the plane. And I feel like since that whole controversy, there has been an explosion. There's been like a complete rebellion and I've seen like their bonnets have gotten bigger. Like they're not even like they look like they're huge they make now. Pizza. Yeah. Are you going I, I to swim or are you like, making me a fucking pie? What are you doing? <laughs> they got Chef Boyardee hats on running around the airport. And I feel like this is pure protest. Like I can't even believe you think that that looks good at all. Like I don't know. I don't really know what they're doing, to be honest. Um, they are yeah, living been, their lives. No, yeah, no, no, they're not. You, no, you are. You, I, I don't think that they were living their lives because they didn't. They, you I think don't they think would they, die? they were. <laughs> when they were trying to get on a plane using a buddy pass, they couldn't wear that. You got to wear it. But now, professional but jobs. now that you can get a thirty-one dollar ticket and get on a plane, um, Southwest, like I can't fly Southwest or. Frontier or any of those low budget airlines because it's 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 like it's like getting on a flying Greyhound bus and I I'm not doing it not even not even Bolt bus like Greyhound right like you're speaking my Peter Peter Pan Pan bus bus. exactly you are speaking my language right now I've been saying this for years talking about the fifteen dollar Chinese bus in in a (laughs) right. Where where the where they run under a, a bridge and uh, swipe off the uh, top of the bus, the the plane tickets are way too cheap because too many of the wrong people are able to afford flights now. That's just that's just what it is. If you it used bringing... to be an event though, getting on a plane used to be an event. It, it's not anymore because it's because it's so cheap. It's not an event. There anymore. used to be dignity uh, attached, and I sound crazy saying this, but I mean you used to feel like, okay, I need to behave a certain way because I'm getting on a plane. Mm-hmm. Now it's like, I and, and thankfully, I don't I, I don't get on Spirit. I don't get on, uh, there's another one I don't fly. Southwest Frontier? Front, yeah, Frontier, hell no. But I've, I've, I've flown Southwest and I've actually seen a, a few celebrities on Southwest, which is always funny to me. Um, well, they're not celebrities, but TV people. Well, um, front, Frontier, they actually strap you to the wheels. If you <laughs> what wheels? <laughs> so it's, it's a, a fuselage. <laughs> There's seats on there. You didn't see them. There's seats. <laughs> Very Man. cheap. As we said, everybody start running. <laughs> I remember <laughs> stick your feet below the plane. Fred Flintstone Airlines. Fred Flintstone Airlines. I remember the first time I I flew on a plane with my grandmother. We went to Puerto Rico. The first time I ever got on a plane, and at the time, there was Eastern Airlines, right? So we're going way back. Mm-hmm. And like you said, L, everybody was dressed 
at least with, you know, slacks and a shirt. I mean, it wasn't suit and tie, but everybody looked like they were respectable. Mm-hmm. Like they were but going to, somewhere. They were going right. somewhere. But to Rick's point, if you're getting on the plane with fucking pajama pants, Ugg boots, and a bonnet that looks like you work at a pizza restaurant, it's ridiculous. And $31 a flight. Like the, the JetBlue had a special for 31 My wife told me about it. I was like, where the fuck can you go for $31? And it doesn't really matter. The fact that you can get on a plane for $31 is ridiculous right now. The fact you know that my mean? Uber ride could be more than your plane ticket is insane. <laughs> exactly. Hmm. But it's not. It's, it, okay. It's just that there's no standards anymore. My yeah. thing is this. Is, is the people who get on the plane and they have a whole like outfit change. Like I've seen people get on a plane and like jeans and they come out and then they have like sweats and an eye mask and a bonnet and 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 slippers and it's and it's like yo this is not your living room. It's like this is economy. This but is are they are they on red eye doing that or is that like uh, a one hour flight from jail? When that's happened when that's that, an that, hour and no. 45 minute flight to DC <laughs> right. Yeah, right. <laughs> no, I I've seen that when I go mostly going to like California. I've seen that. Right. Now, here's the other thing. I d- did not see that going to Europe or while it flying in Europe. I didn't see that. I, I have seen that. I've seen that. I didn't Definitely see what you to London on the on the late night. Yeah. I've no, I, I don't mean that. I'm just talking about I didn't I, I haven't seen the the, the 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 ghetto flight situation as much. Oh to, yeah. I've sure, seen the sure. ghetto flight situation in Europe because going from European city like jet um what's it uh uh Ryanair and um yeah, yeah, yeah. I forget the other yeah I forget the other discount airline and I and I and I flew them between European cities and yeah it, it's the same thing it's it's the same thing because uh, you're getting those folks who were normally not able to f- afford airfare who are now on those flights and I, I don't know. Like it just it it's is a different quality. Uh, it, the experience it changes the quality of the experience. This so is going to sound bougie. So it's not just an American thing, is it? Just no, um, it's not just an American it's a, thing. It's, it's a aspect. human thing. Oh, oh, green screen down. <laughs> so it's it's more of a class thing more than it is a, a, an American thing. It's just yeah, uh, depending on your. I think. Income. I think overall. Uh, flying has become less expensive has become less expensive to do so you know more people have access to it if you think about your grandparents generation when somebody got on a plane and they went to uh america you didn't know when you were going to see them again like <laughs> you literally did not that know sounds when you were so morbid but you're right yeah it's like you're going to write a letter. It's going to get to them in three weeks or you're going to call them <laughs> on the phone once a week because that shit is mad expensive. But now you can you can fly there. This is going to sound super bougie. It's going to sound super bougie. I'm getting to the point where I don't want to fly. I, I, I don't want to fly if I can't go first. If I can't go first. First is different. It's different people in first. Yeah, hey, I, I don't even know what you're talking about, bro. What you, no, no, I know. no, no, I know. But I, but for different reasons now. <laughs> I don't even know what you're talking about. I don't want to find it with Fuji others. It's not I, that. It's not that. It's not. See, I used to like going to, to first for the services. I like my right? Biscoffs. So. 
What? Nah, you used to get a meal. <laughs> used to get a meal, unlimited drink service, all that kind of Shit, stuff. When's the last but time now, they served a meal on a fucking plane? Hmm. I think first class still gets meal served. No, I'm just no. saying, like, in, in, no, it used to be everybody used to get a meal or a sandwich or something. They don't, this, listen. No. I, I last time, the, the last time I, I ever had I was like four hours, and it was, it was fucking peanuts and pretzels on a four hour flight. I got a snack I've, box, but I didn't get a meal like I normally like. Listen, I normally you get. peasants. I, I flew get today. Get what you get. <laughs> I flew today, and I, fl- I, well, yeah. I have slept half my flight, but the only thing I got offered was, uh, do you want Biscoffs or these five almonds? Did you, well, how, but how long was the flight? It's based on flight duration. I flew like, from New York to California. <laughs> oh, wait, you didn't get a meal? <laughs> no. Well, I don't know. I got, honestly, I slept, but I slept through the first. You're supposed to get, you're supposed to get something. It was a seven o'clock. It was a 7 a.m. flight. Like I slept. You're supposed to get breakfast. For half the flight. Yeah. So I, no, they, I, I got offered, uh, you want these Biscoffs or you want these five almonds? No, nah, see, when I'm on that type of situation, Not I usually turn almonds. to my neighbor and like, like, listen, hold me down. <laughs> If I fall asleep, <laughs> just tell them I want a meal as well. Right. Oh, I, I don't. I didn't smell any hot meals. Usually, they when they the hot meal comes around, you smell it and you wake up. Yeah, I and smell. usually you you're if, when that does happen coffee. though, your your neighbor usually has a smug look on your on their face, like, oh, right, <laughs> you didn't eat, or you or you hear them opening the wrappers. <laughs> 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 you be like, I'm gonna get my just give me get my joint. You raising I, your I'm, hand frantically. Yeah, I boarded at six twenty. I didn't even. I didn't give. I didn't give a fuck. Actually, I didn't care. <laughs> I didn't care. We do not care. No, that's funny. But so th- the other reason we brought up the story is because so many logistics in terms of operations on the uh, airline side, because of I don't know mechanical failures, the 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 workforce either quitting because of uh, vaccine mandates or being sick is causing a lot of pressure on the um, scheduling and maintaining the schedules. And that is creating a lot of frustration and tension for passengers who are then harboring that and taking that on the flight and basically being charged enough to start fighting on the plane. So there have been a number of uh, physical altercations on planes and particularly the last was how long has the flights been open? Like six months, really, where they've been uh, fully um, booking flights. So, like, what do you guys think about that? Because now that becomes it's dangerous to be. So basically, planes have become New York City transit. Well, you know, do you think it's because people aren't <laughs> used to being around other people anymore? And I, I think, I think we have a out? lower threshold of patience. Mm-hmm. Like, we've really either we're with the shits or we're not with the shits. I think that, you know, the the level of anxiety that human beings in general are dealing with now is that is that it's probably at the highest in history. Factoring COVID, joblessness, uh, all those things. Really? Um, the highest like, in history? Or like just, black no, well, plague? Why you on slavery? Spanish Inquisition. I'm talking about, well, I'll, let me rephrase it. Highest okay. in modern history. When you're talking about in the last 20 years. In all your right, life, twenty-five years, all right. Gotcha. Gotcha. You know, um, in recent times, because people are dealing with COVID, vax or not vax, mask or no mask, job, Kids. joblessness, all those things. So they they already people are already hyper and ready to go. And like L said, 
it's been six months since people are even lied, uh, allowed to go back on the planes. And motherfuckers either want to get away or are mad they got to sit with somebody. And then someone, all it takes is someone to say, you don't have your mask on. And then they go off, they just go off on a tangent. Mm. And the fucking plane itself is a, is a tube. It's an incubator. Mm. So, mm. you know, people are already like shook about COVID. And then you put me on a plane and you got to deal with some asshole who don't want to put their fucking mask on. Who's who is that season? person? What is their profile? There are about 300 people on this plane and you want to be the one not to wear the mask that will prevent the plane from. There's uh, always that dude therefore. or that lady. Always. And I think and, and we, we're we're like Hunger Games level. Uh, we should be able to whoop their ass. I don't I, you like see, the, I don't, like even, the, I don't even think that person is that common because there are thousands of planes that take off every day. And we're not seeing those. We're not seeing those situations like on every flight. I, you know, what? I, I think, though, it's, it's think, more rare than that. I don't know. I think we might I, start to see more of that as people start to film it more and the stories get to be released more yeah. because we've seen a lot of fights on air, airlines, on flights. Jeez. Mm-hmm. Yeah, <sighs> Basil's kicking in. Um, <laughs> I was just Basil? Basil? <laughs> I was Basil? Airplanes? I played great. Basil? I hate it. So we've seen a lot of flights. We've seen a lot of fights on flights. We've seen a lot of flights. There we go. Fights. Um, But it wasn't until we started recording, just like anything else, the interactions with white and black people. I think once more video starts to surface, we'll realize how prevalent this issue is. How how about the flight attendant who fucking duct taped the dude to the chair? Like, what is that about? What is that about? But see, I don't think that indicates. I don't indicate. I don't think that indicates prevalence. Like, I think that that indi- that highlights a particular situation, but that doesn't say that this has um, now become more commonplace. No, I'm I not saying this that is, it has. I'm I'm saying that we are going will. to see it more. We're going to see it more because people see those videos exactly. and they're and they're and they're they're heightened. They're ready for like, oh, what if uh, what if we get okay. one of these guys? What what we get mean. one of those guys. We're going to see it more. doesn't I, mean it's happening more, but we're yeah. going to see it more. I understand what you're saying. I, I just think everyone has gotten to the point where they're wholly entitled and they think that they're supposed to get things that they're not and they're supposed to be able to do things that they're not and no one is supposed to tell them anything. And I think we've gotten to the, the we have, we are drowning in the culture of me and I'm so important and the world revolves around me and I paid to be on this flight so I should have whatever I want. All of that and, for $31. Right. Yeah, right. <laughs> and, 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 and that's not, the real world, the real world is a baseball like, I, I think that most of those people are, are extreme personality distorted or there's extreme narcissists. I don't think that that's like, I don't know. I, 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 I haven't seen it played out like that on in regular life. But it just happened at it happens at the grocery store. What is different than L going to the grocery store and meeting Ken and meeting Karen on the plane who is cursing at the black girl just because she's trying to get by or she doesn't or the black girl bumped her on the plane and she won't get off me get off me get off me and she's overreacting you're overreacting because you're because you feel entitled in some way that that I, i'm not supposed to touch but I'm not saying, you on I'm an not, airplane I'm not saying, when you're in an economy in the aisle i'm not saying that it doesn't happen and ken and l's in l's case she he shut the fuck up like there was no other further comment even after he said, uh, bye, hater. <laughs> Good night, Karen. 
<laughs> Did you forget to have your mayonnaise? <laughs> mayonnaise. <laughs> <laughs> oh, uh, well, fly safe. Fly safe, everybody. Hey, you. Yeah, you, Dakota 40 fan. You got a problem with us? Give us a call. 608-618-4040. Tell us how you really feel. You might end up on the show. We double, triple, fucking dare you. Fuck out of here. As big fans of music, we are very excited that this year's Rock and Roll Hall of Fame ceremony has included some greats that we all follow. Uh, Jay-Z, LL Cool J, Tina Turner. And also what I see lower down on the list is Gil Scott Heron. So that's actually super dope. Um, I think that's really exciting. Last poets. Um, So uh, what do you guys think about that? First of all, I'm glad you pointed that out. I had no idea that Gil Scott Heron was on that list. I'm more excited about exactly. That is super dope. Wow. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Yeah, it's huge. Considering considering what he was talking about during those times, I'm surprised they let him in, you know, being so... controversial impact the impact, the of impact. Course. I mean, it's dope yeah, i mean yeah. it, 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 that goes without saying but you know this is america <laughs> yeah <laughs> true you think like you know they're not they you know it, but that goes to say america america is they always look back at history with different eyes because they couldn't stand martin luther king but you know we, we, he now we now have a, ho- a holiday for him and you know they always you know with with these warm type of news reports and you know they they they're you know on the verge of tears but they hated him but you know I'm glad that you know Gil Scott got in cuz you know his poetry is you know dope as shit shout out to Jay you know shout out to LL who uh I think you said earlier six times this is six times as a charm six he nominations. got in yeah, six nominations that, that sounds ridiculous to me yeah. like yeah. LL's LL should have been did, in there. How did LL have to go up six times before yeah. getting inducted? You, I'm you sure it has it. a lot to do with the body of people who are actually nominating and voting. Yes. Of course. Of course. Yeah. Because I, I honestly feel like if if there's a conversation about the greatest of all times, LL absolutely has to be in that conversation. How many times did Run DMC get nominated before they got in? Was it their first time? I don't know. See, that's interesting because when you think about Run DMC, you can't talk about Run DMC without LL because LL made Def Jam and right. Run DMC, LL, they all came in that con- in that same class of of, of hip hop artists. You know without I mean? Jay Z, without Jay Z, LL would be the top rapper. Uh, su- from a success standpoint, I don't think there'd be mm-hmm. anybody who. Well. The only other person, no, no, no. It, it could, there are other successful hip hop artists. You could say, you could. Know? I'm just talking about monetarily and still current. You could also say 50. You could put 50 in that category as well, and just now, in terms of success. No, I'm he just hasn't had, that, he that, hasn't that, had the yeah. he hasn't had the the years yet. 50. Oh, but 50. Nas, no, no, no one has oh, the yeah. years that L has. L has. And, and is Nas in the hip hop hall of fame? Not yet. I don't think he's. I don't think he's been nominated yet. Yeah, but but I don't know. but also but also, Fifty's got the sales though. Fifty's got the numbers, the raw sales. Sold a lot of records, a lot of records. Well, I don't I don't know how Michael Jackson numbers. I don't know how Rock and Roll Hall of Fame does it. Is it strictly numbers or is it by popularity? No, and no, I, don't, no I don't think that that's. The, I don't think that. The, I don't know what the formula. He used that as the measure, like fucking 
Gangnam Style is going to be in the Hot Rock and Roll Hall of Fame. <laughs> I'm not with that. My <laughs> fucking BTS is going to be in the Hall of Fame. Oh, but you know, uh, once again, shout out to those guys. Um, yeah, out, you know, they out. they are so impactful on not only the music but the culture. LL man, come on, you know what I'm saying? He, yeah, I can't live without my radio. You know what I'm saying? That shit is classic, classic, classic Queens hip hop. Um, Mama said, "Knock you out." Yes, classic. he's got like he had so many other songs that. You know, on on a couple of his albums that were just dope. He he's resp- I mean, four five three two one. All of those like that. That shit is like, come on, man. You know what I mean? So um, yeah. Shout out to L. Shout out to uh, Jay and Gil uh, Scott. And Tina some, Turner. Uh, yeah, and Tina Turner. Some facts out there, gentlemen. So Run DMC were inducted on their first uh, first year of eligibility. Okay. Nas has been eligible for more than the 25 years required so but he has not had any nominations that's gonna well he's in the library of congress so no that's 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 gonna happen i'm not even i I thought i even thought that i I know that jay-z jay-z deserves to be in the rock and roll hall of fame i thought it was a little premature i felt like he's not even Mm. at that point where i felt like he's he's still working and in it's not like a tina turner tina turner has done what she's going to do and now you give her her flowers right jay-z is still active and working even even ll ll has sort of moved on that music is not what he's doing but jay-z is still putting out albums he's still putting out music like he's 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 got music out now on the soundtrack yeah yeah i think i think i think when you're worth a billy yeah, it moves envelopes. It moves envelopes, and and also and and also think about the impact that Jay has had on the culture. Like you really got it. Not that Nas hasn't. I just don't, I don't mean it. That, but it's no, different. It's, it, it's, it's not. Different. It's not. It's not whether he's deserving or not. Is it premature in terms of where he is in his career? It's sort of like that's your twilight. It's but he's not at that point in his career. He's not he's not on the downslope of his career. He's still working. He's still active. Yeah, but is he yeah, but how active is he? You he's know, very he active. Has music, I hear what you're saying. He has music out right now. He has yeah, music that just like, came out. He has music that just came out on the Harder They Falls uh, uh soundtrack. Like yeah, right now. Brand new. He got a feature. He today. got a feature. Does he got a feature or is it a Jay-Z song featuring? No, it, he's on Kanye's new album. What the <laughs> fuck, dude? Like it just came out. It just came out. He's not right. on the downslope. He's All like right. fucking working right now. He's on the, he's on the downslope. He's not on the downslope. No, no, he's not. No, he's not. Yeah, I, I mean, I, I see your point. Um, but then to that, to that fact, then Nash should be nominated as well. Nash is like, yo, I'm still making albums. I'll be, I'll be, I'll be back. Is, and Tupac, Biggie, and Tupac are both in. I don't think so. I don't think Big's in. I think Biggie is in. Wow, Biggie is in the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame. Wow. Yeah, see? Told you. Oh, oh. And Pac is too, then. He must yeah, be. Pac is, Pac is in there as well, I think. Yes. Uh, April 2017. So Pac. Pac and Big. Pac okay. and Big is in the Hall of Fame. That's what All right. Saying. All right. So then Jay, so then Jay, Jay, Jay can get in Nas's next. That's it. All right. Well, tell us who you think should be in the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame. Who is in about your favorite artists? 
And uh, if it's anybody who just came out this year, we don't want to hear about it. All right. But give us a call. 608-618-4040. 608-618-4040. Make sure you follow us on all social media platforms. New episode every Friday live every Thursday night on Facebook, Twitch, and YouTube. And we will talk to you guys next week. Peace. 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 Decoding 40.